From Labradoodles to Cronuts, the world loves a hybrid. So today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. Good. What is this? This is Fantagram, Jay. Don't move. I love me some Fantagram. Don't move as we careen towards the end of this year. Uh, it is the post-Thanksgiving, early pre-Christmas, pre-Hanukkah. Pull yourself out of that food coma, bro. Pull it out, bro. And uh, and get into view from the cheap seats. We have the Sklar Brothers. We have a great guest on the show today. She From, hosts her own show. Yeah, called Fair Game uh, with Christine Leahy. And she's fantastic. We did her show. Have been a fan of hers for a while. Was a fan of hers back when she did The Herd. Colin Cowherd Colin Cowherd. Cal- Cal- uh, but she's done it all, kind of in the world of sports. Has done Sports Talk Radio, local Sports Talk Radio in Boston. I'm anxious to hear about her thoughts on, on the Patriots right now. So much we're going to talk to her about. Christine Leahy coming up in the next segment. Then also, I don't know if you you saw this, but Charlie Sheen is selling the hat, uh-uh. his his game worn hat. Can you call it a game worn hat? His movie worn hat. He's trying to auction off. I guess he needs money. Uh, That's for, always a bad moment. That's like when like guy sells a Super Bowl the ring. Super Bowl rings. And yeah. You're like, yeah, what's going on? So he's uh, auctioning that off and the baseball. Why does he have it in his possession? Uh, he left us a voicemail explaining all that. That's coming up later. But first, our top take of the day as we sort of move towards. You know the bowl practices towards the you college know, football college bowl football season. playoff the the season. There is something that has happened, and it's not just us. You know, literally saying there may never be another chance for Michigan to beat Ohio State. Ever. It looks like not for the foreseeable future. One time in the last eighteen games, and and you also then look around at Clemson. You're like, is anybody in the ACC going to beat Clemson this year? No, next year. They, I think they even get better next year. Alabama, yeah, they got beat this year, but they're because their Heisman Trophy winning quarterback has went down been hurt, and they has almost, been hurt throughout all of it, and they almost with their backup beat Auburn, so in the Iron Bowl, so, and they had a an injured like coming back from a high ankle sprain, which is a nasty injury that you shouldn't be trying to run on. They like put special like tighten screws in his leg just to get him back on the field, and they lost to LSU. Uh, Look, there's a talent gap. That's the unfortunate thing right now. There's a talent gap in college football. There are four teams. Five teams. Four or five teams. And then everyone else. Mm -hmm. And everyone's below that. And, you know, we use, let's use Michigan and Ohio State as an example. You know, what what the schools like Michigan and Notre Dame and uh, other schools like that, that are, that are still requiring their players to go to class to be part of the university that are still trying to graduate kids that are still trying to, you know, have high academic. Yeah, where's Stanford? Stanford? Stanford's not even on the. Stanford has fallen off on the football field, but they still try to win the. Our student athletes have the highest grade point average. So there's that philosophy towards student athletes, and then there's the philosophy that these football factories are putting out, which is essentially we're going to have you take online classes, which means who knows who takes it, mm-hmm. who cares who takes it. Even if you do take it, you take it at home, you never even see the university. Justin Fields was asked, what did you think of Ohio State University? He's like, I don't know. What I've seen of it, it I seems have no pretty clue. cool. Yeah, why? Because he's a full-time 
like professional football player. So like that's that yes. So when schools say we prepare differently for other teams, well maybe that's because you never have to be in class and you never have to do anything else. And you know what? That's fine. That's okay. And for some of these players, certainly the high-level five-star recruits that come through college, yeah, they're not necessarily going to become something else. However, when you think about when you think about the length of a typical NFL career, even for the best of the best players, four years, three years, seven years, seven years, it's a violent game. Seven years means you're done before you're year 30. 30. You're done. So you took no online, you took online classes or someone took them for you. You're out of football. You're 28 years old. Yeah, you made some money, but you spent a lot of it too. Now what do you do? Now so does, who are you? So 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 the but the talent gap is so huge that it's like uh, we can tell you who's gonna be. It's just the the deck chairs get shuffled. So Clemson wins it. Maybe Clemson. Maybe Clemson's better than we think this year. And maybe maybe Ohio State wins it all this year. And they haven't won in the last couple, but they've always been in the top five. But nobody's gonna beat Ohio State. Do you? Does anyone think that Wisconsin is going to beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game? No. Championship game? No. no. Does anybody think that anyone is gonna challenge Clemson in the ACC? No. no. LSU won this year because they have a Heisman Trophy caliber quarterback, and they barely beat a once in a lifetime. What he's a genera- he's an unbelievable talent. Well, he's a Heisman Trophy, and when he goes, where does L- does LSU have a guy coming in right behind him? I don't know. I don't think so. And then it's back to business as usual. Yep. Same four teams. Alabama at the will top. come back again, and Alabama will be there. Oklahoma, yeah, maybe they get picked off, maybe by K State, but are they going to lose twice this year? No, no. not going to lose twice. No, so. It's the same teams, which is I get, which is great for five or six fan bases. For the rest of college football and for the casual fan, who cares? Casual fan looks at at Alabama playing there and like, eh, same yeah. every year. Why why bother? Mm-hmm. Why bother to watch? So either the college football playoff has to expand to add eight or sixteen teams so that so, so the that reason more bring, teams can be involved. And the reason we bring that up is that the NCAA tournament for basketball. Uh, gives you an opportunity to have different teams win it, or at least different teams go deep into the tournament. And the tournament itself is exciting to where the early rounds doesn't matter who wins. Like in college basketball this year, Duke got beaten by Stephen F. Austin on their own court, on their home court, which tells you the parody that's going on in the league. Kentucky got beat by not a great team. So the best teams are getting knocked off, which means come tournament time, it's a single elimination tournament, you don't know what's going to happen. You just may it's have- certainly more exciting. It's certainly more exciting than college football, where we can kind of tell you who's going to be in the playoff this year if and college, who's going to be in the playoff next if year. If college basketball, and yes, Duke has won their fair share of, of But Duke titles. had Zion Williamson, a once-in-generation guy, ran mm-hmm. last year. And did they make the Final Four? No. Did they win? Did they win at all? No. No, they did not. That's the tournament. That's yeah. the magic of the tournament. People want magic and unpredictability in sports. It's the one of the last bastions in our lives where the game starts, mm-hmm. they flip the coin, they kick the ball off, they tip and it you off. you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. On any given day, you don't know. The more we take out the you don't know part of that equation, the, the less, less people are going to care about the sport. So next year, Michigan plays Ohio State at Ohio State, and Ohio State loses a couple of guys. But they just reload with more five stars. Question, will they beat them at a... We're sitting here right now. I'm telling you right now. Will they beat them next year 
at Ohio State at the Horseshoe. Even if Michigan wins every single game leading up to that and runs the table and goes into Ohio State. They're not beating him there. No chance. And is that good for, unless something unforeseen happens. Yeah, but is that good for college football? No, it's, it's not. not. It's not. So the other thing is, and before we get to break, we'll, we'll just posit this, is the idea of paying players. So again, there's, well, but what if Ohio State's boosters spend more money and so they just get the better play? Maybe, but what it's going to do is, you know, again, Brian Cook said this, the bottom baseline of a kid maybe getting $100,000 versus $500,000 to be on ads for a local car dealership. $50,000 could mean a lot to families. You might get a recruit that needs that money. But wants to go to your school. But wants to go to your school and wants to get an education. So the, the bottom line might get... It's crazy now. The floor goes up at, at at most places. That's right. The ceiling is still sky high in certain places, and yes, there will always be the disparity. There will, but and I don't know how you fix it. College football needs to focus on it. This needs to the NCAA and the NCAA football needs to focus on the talent gap because there are six fan bases that are happy right now. The rest of college football does not is disappointed. Yep, and will continue to be. This is Jamaica Say You Will. I heard this the other day, Jackson Brown. You remember, like, what a great singer-songwriter he is and yes. was, but is still because he's not dead. All right, uh, Christine Leahy on the other side of this, and then later on the show, Charlie Sheen explains why he's selling his Major League cap from the movie Major League. We are the Sklar Brothers. This is View from the Cheap Seats. We're so happy you're with us. Enjoy. We would stay there till her sister rang the evening bell Jamaica Say Hey everybody, it's Elaine Welteroth and I'm hosting a new podcast called Built to Last by American Express, where we will dive deep into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Our debut season will focus on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. In each episode, we feature the story of a Black business trailblazer that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. First up is Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, Saletti Vegan. We'll also chat with Hanifa Muemba, the cutting edge designer behind the Hanifa 3D digital fashion show. Plus, we'll check in with Issa Rae, our modern day renaissance woman. We hope that it encourages all of our listeners to support these businesses as well as the black owned businesses in your own communities. Tune in for these amazing stories and others on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't want to do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. As promised, uh, she is a super talented broadcaster and someone we love doing your show. Uh, and she's on our show now, Christine Leahy. Thanks for. It's being only here. fair Thanks, game guys. that you oh, come I back know. and do our show. It right? would be fair game. It it's would be fair. not cool of me. Uh, I love it, and I love that you got that show. It was so fun to do it. I kind of didn't even know what to expect, what it was going to be when we came there. And <laughs> same we, here. We just no, <laughs> but I each I like how each episode is very different. Yeah, it is. That that okay. So there aren't a lot of shows on TV. TV that 
uh, certainly that spring out of the world of sports where you don't know what the episode's going to be. It's dictated by the personalities. You obviously right. run with whoever. I saw the J.B. Smoove episode. I've seen a bunch <laughs> of other ones. They go no, in but different athletes directions. aren't going to just goof around with you. Like, you have to, you get deep but you with get, the athletes. Yeah. You get it out of them, but... Obviously, when you have comedians on, it's like really it's fun. fun. No, it is. It's completely different. And I love that because I would get bored if I was doing the same thing every single day. Oof. But yeah, I mean, having you guys on is obviously a little bit different than like John Dornboss, who I just had the other day, who oh I, he made me cry. Yeah. You guys didn't make me cry. John Dornboss made you cry? I literally was crying. Why? Yeah. How did he make you cry? Well, he was telling his whole life story and, yeah. and we were talking about- It became a Roy about- Firestone moment. Well, he, you know, I met him the other Roy day. Roy Firestone? Did you yeah. make him? The other day? Yeah. How's his hair? Great. Still? Yeah, amazing hair. Okay, Better hair than me. Skin? What? Um, I didn't look at his skin closely. He's getting older. Biggest um, smile ever. Yeah, he his does. His smile goes very wide. Yeah. No, it meant a lot. I, when I met him, I was like, wow, because uh, obviously people will say my show is similar to her, his, what yeah. he did. Well, he got so, in deep with people. He got up yeah, close. Yeah, so he... he was a fan of mine. So That's that was so really, great. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Nice. I bet he, yeah, he seems like a guy who is A, aware of stuff. Yeah. You know, he just doesn't feel like a, he felt like a down-to-earth guy, even when he yeah. was doing the show. Well, that's the thing is I think for him, I was worried because whenever anyone compares you to somebody, you can either be competitive or supportive with like, it. Like, yeah, what, this person is Yeah, actually- trying to do what I'm doing, but he, he was actually very supportive. And I also think to do what him and I do, I'm not saying we're the same, but you you can't be all about yourself. You have to be humble because you have to really care about who you're interviewing. That's and that right. comes through. It comes through so much. I mean, I watch the show, so it it, it comes through all the time. Uh, I love that you. I, I want to hear like how you sort of said, "I want to go down this path." I want to because you 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 started in like the most didn't start, but one of the early jobs, W E E I. Yeah. In, oh, you did your research. Boston. Well, I mean, so that you hear W E E I because you're like, hey, d- when we're researching like stories and stuff, it's like, oh yeah, Kurt Schilling went on a rant about how yeah. the Holocaust never happened. You're like, <laughs> oh god, and he did it on W E I. Of course. I mean, did you have to deal with him at all? It yeah. Was he, yeah. No, he was, I think, a little bit after me, but it was it was a lot of that same crew. And Boston sports media is insane. Yeah. Uh, so I really got thick skin when what I was did, yeah, there. What did they think of you? What when were you the years? In? What were the years that you were there? I was there. Mid-aughts? I graduated 2009 from college, mm-hmm. um, and I worked. I know, I know. I <laughs> 2000, so probably until 2011. Like it was my first job out of college. I worked there and for the Celtics at the same time. Okay, so Boston's yeah. like. But you were in, in the Boston, heyday yeah. Oh, of yeah, the winning heyday. of yeah. the winning, the championship yeah. 20 years. Let's call it. Uh huh. So insanity that they're just like, I don't want to ever hear a Boston fan complain about shit ever again. Like, you don't ever get to complain. I mean, even as St. Louis Cardinals fans, we're like, we can't complain anymore Mm -hmm. because of David Freeze. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, like we don't ever get to complain about anything. We get mad about something. And even the Blues won. And the Blues beat Boston. I say to myself... All right, yeah, we got to shut up. Yeah, we got to shut up. Yeah, for a little bit. I mean, Boston for sure, but they never will. No, they Their won't. fans don't operate like that. Isn't that crazy? Like when, so, well, so joke, what are Boston? Wait, wait, no, so our joke was this. When we, we just did stand up in Boston 
And where we, we were at uh, Laugh Boston, Laugh Boston, which is great. Uh-huh. It's right by the convention center. Yeah, They're yeah. really cool club. And and know, so, so in the hotel we were in, there was a Harry Potter convention, which for us we're like, oh, that's wow. the greatest <laughs> two words for Boston people to say. Dude, Harry fucking Dude, Potter. there's a Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. There's people running around on broomsticks. Dude, I saw you a guys. lady Harry Potter. Was, was this real or are you real? Really real. 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 Harry that's Potter too good. So then our joke was, Boston people talking about a Harry Potter, this is how quick Boston people can turn and talk about how good Tom Brady is. Did you see all those Harry Potters? I did see the I'll Harry tell you Potters. something right now. Tom, let me tell you how good Tom Brady is. Tom Brady? How do we get on Brady? The, Tom Brady could turn Harry Potter into our best white possession. I know. He hit him on a button hook. He just he's full so stride and he's on a good. Tom's it's so true. fucking good. I mean, that's, it's true. That's that a good is, bet. That's so, it. Right? That's they so loved true. it. Boston uh, loved what? it. So let's talk about this because this is happening this week and I'm sure you're up and on it like what are Boston fans saying about Tom Brady right now this week? I mean, it's. I don't live in Boston right I know, now. But I don't what know. What do you think? What, <laughs> what do you think? What do I think they're saying? Th- what do you think they're saying? Because Tom they're Brady basically. Two, but he lost to the two quarterbacks that are the future of the NFL. They're... Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He feels like he is. Now, Tom Brady always needs something to rail against in order to sort of. They don't respect Do you think me. that's what he yes. needs? Yes. He you always, think that's why how he operates? They don't respect us. Oh, it's us know. against the world. We we're circle the wagons. It's only us in here, and everybody thinks that we can't. Oh, you win. think he's one of those guys that needs criticism and doubt to be motivated? I don't know if I agree with that. You don't About think he's Tom Brady? I I don't think so. I I think that always helps, but I think he's a very motivated from within guy. Doesn't he, pay too much attention to the, to the outside. outside. Yeah, you can't. Especially with all the criticism that they get and everything that happened with Belichick and his trainer, I just think he's kind of in his own world. That's Wouldn't a you crazy be thing. if you lived in a house with Giselle? I mean, probably. Yeah. I mean, I bet, I bet eventually he's the. But he now, right now, sitting here right now, is the greatest quarterback in the history of it, of the NFL. I agree with you. There on is that. no one will argue with that. Anybody who does argue is like the one guy out of the. Th- you know, they're a the, contrarian. This is the one guy are. who didn't vote for Griffey Jr. Right. Or you know Jeter. It's or Jeter. Can I swear? It's the asshole. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's the swear. one. That's the person, man or woman, who's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's not the great. Well, so now Joe Montana. Be, uh, no, you're wrong. It's not Joe. Joe Montana was great. He is not Tom Brady. So the way that sports media works outside of Boston is, well, not outside of Boston, everywhere, but in terms of Tom Brady, they they want to say, oh, Tom's done. They want to create the headline after mm-hmm, a game mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. He's he's too old. This is his last year. He should hang it up. All the that Patriots stuff. should worry. Yeah, That's the like Patriots the, that was the should be worried. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the Patriots should worry. Ten and like two. That, okay, every single year. Who's going to get him? The Jets who yeah. just lost to the Bengals? <laughs> it's going to no. be okay. But I'm sure in Boston, I, I mean, I haven't heard what they're saying in Boston quite yet, but uh, I'm sure that they're going against all of that. But aren't you, let me say this, I'm excited that that a pl- that a team like the Baltimore Ravens is basically saying to everyone, you don't take the play because remember it was like, oh, he's a he's a dual threat quarterback mm-hmm. in college. He'll never. He's a make- college guy. He he's can't a college, do his college guy. You got you got when you get in pro, you got to stand in the pocket. You got to do this thing, and now it's like completely changed. It's one eighty in a way that I, I we I never thought we'd see this. You know, like Vince Young came in, and you're like, okay, Vince Young is a dual threat quarterback. He's he's also a threat to leave his wallet at a, or yeah, his, his cell phone, phone at home. Oh really? Yeah, no. Yeah, well, remember he left his cell phone, and at everyone's home. like, he's going to commit suicide. Where is he? We don't know where he is. They didn't know where he was for like hours and hours and hours. Because he left his cell phone. Yeah. I, that's actually a common problem. And he spent like for you thirty thousand. No, I would for never. For no, for athletes, I think they leave I've, their I've cell heard phone. that quite a bit. Yeah. 
So I just think, and, and you know, you don't want to leave your cell phone at home for a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, you better make sure you got that password on lock. <laughs> just keep changing, keep changing the passwords, and don't have the regular ones. Just change it to a place where, like, you yourself can't even get into it. Right, exactly. But I do think the league is changing in a way that I never thought we'd see it. You know what I mean? Like Pat Mahomes is kind of a weird. He's a hybrid. He's almost like he kind of like Russell Wilson in terms of, you know, he's a he's a great athlete, but at the same time he's an unbelievable passer too. You're kind of like you're Aaron Rodgers. He's a, he's like a new Aaron Rodgers in my opinion. But Lamar Jackson and I'd say Deshaun Watson are different quarterbacks. They just can do more. They're like and I love that the systems are like, "Okay, we're going to now change our system to fit you." And they're just beating teams. Just beating everyone, including Tom Brady. Including Tom Brady. Both of them beat Tom Brady. Are you guys you guys watch a lot of football, huh? No, but I I'm just following it. I'm just kind of amazed at like, okay, this might be the shift that's this is it. We're we're I don't seeing think they're it. done, by the way. I don't think Tom Brady's done. No, I don't think so either. I don't think that everyone said he was done after last year. Yeah. And there was no way. I don't know. I think it depends a bit what happens this year. If they win again, I would see him retiring, going out on top. So funny, NFL quarterbacks, the great ones are kind of like, in my opinion, like Federer, Nadal, you know, like those guys just don't, they're still good, right? They're still good. So Drew Brees has been great for like 13 years. Peyton Manning until he retired. Peyton Manning until he retired. Brett Favre even really like had good late years. He would never retire. Aaron Rodgers. That was annoying to me. I'm going to be really honest. He kept saying he was going to retire. Yeah, it's just like retire. Because it takes away from it every time. True. Just do it. Aaron Rodgers. Like I will never forgive Michael Jordan for what he did. Like don't. I. I okay. just. Did you hear the rumors though that like? What? I mean, there was like crazy rumors that he something was going on where they he had to get away. Oh yeah, I know. I, I mean, shouldn't say I would never forgive him because I would because he's the greatest ever. But I want to just think of him as a Chicago Bull and him retiring there and being done forever. And, and that's trying that. this. It was, side it was weird yeah. to see him in a Wizards uniform. It Very was as weird to me to see him in a Wizards uniform as it was to see him in a White Sox uniform. Yeah, I I just forget about that stuff. And, and just 45, even 45. Like, why can't you come back and take 23? Yeah, a why new, couldn't new you era. do that? I know. They just want to sell more I'm choices. happy that he didn't take choose 23. 23. I wanted 23 to stay there. Yeah, but it's like, to me, that's him. He's 23. He's yeah. the 23 jump man. Like, I, it, was, it, it wasn't as good. And we grew up, by the way, in that era. Like I remember watching. Who's your Who's your uh, Who's your NBA team? Are you? Well, I'm from Chicago. Okay, so so I grew up watching Michael Jordan. I was very lucky. Can you even watch the Bulls now? I don't know who they are. Thank you. The Bulls don't know who they are. Yeah, right. I actually went. Was it last year? I think it was last year. And I went to. I usually go with my family to the Christmas Day basketball game at the United Center. So we which went, is ama- which is an amazing tradition. It is, and we watch or we watch basketball all day if the Bulls aren't playing at home, That's and we make fun. little brackets. I want to be in your family. My That's family a great is tradition. pretty cool. Yeah, at, it's at really Christmas. cool. My my mom's not a huge fan that the entire day, day is dedicated to sports, but whatever. Good for her so, for giving that up. Right. So we we went to the game, and it was against the Timberwolves. And you remember the Timberwolves last year were the Timber Bulls. Yeah, it was yeah. all the Bulls team. Yeah. Right. So I, I walked into the United Center and they've got all the players standing up against, you know, like the mm-hmm. drawings of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who any of them were. Yep. And then the game starts and they're cheering more for the Timberwolves and all the players that used to be there. Rose, there was like mm-hmm. Luol Dang, Tibbs was there at one point. Yeah. A lot of guys. Uh, and then Chance the Rapper walked in and everyone went nuts. Yeah. 
because that's when that's the best moment of yeah. the of I a mean, Bulls, the Bulls game. Kind of sad. The Bulls feel like they're not going to be good for a long time. A long time. They got to make some big changes. But and, that was my team growing up. That's why I got into sports. Is Michael Jordan watching with my dad? And then I kind of adopted the Patriots for a little bit because I mm-hmm. worked in Boston. I was sure. there for seven years. Yeah, you sure. become, you cover them. And I worked for the Celtics. So, and a lot of my friends still work there. So I'm a Celtics fan and a Bulls fan, if that's allowed. Luckily, um, they're not usually they're not good at the, the same, same time. Same conference, I know. Yeah. Eastern Conference, and it was. It is fascinating to go back and watch like the that like the. Mad- what what Michael Jordan had to do to overcome mad you know sort of magic ultimately but Larry Bird what the yeah. Bulls had to do to overcome them and the Pistons and whatnot to become who they were in the nineties. Does this happen to you guys though? Now I feel like I am a. It's hard to be a fan of a team anymore. I'm a fan of players. Are you, are you really? guys still fans of teams? So we never grew up with an NBA team growing up in St. Louis. Right. I mean, we are strongly St. Louis Cardinals fans. Strongly St. Louis Blues fans. You know, obviously, I mean, we went to the University of Michigan, so we're all Michigan sports fans all in on that rough weekend. But uh, (laughs) the point is that, like, so we have that. But for the NFL, I kind of am like you. Yeah. I I just want to see great players. Like, You're not a Rams fan? You know, they came to St. Louis after we left. And so I kind of love them in what they brought to St. Louis, and then I got mad when they left St. Louis. I'm mad that they abandoned our city. Okay. And then they came here, and I'm like, they're kind of fun. They're interesting yeah. to watch. And you know, I find you know what I I'm different than Randy. I think about the Rams. Like he's more like I don't care, and I find myself drifting towards starting to care. Like I watched them play the Cardinal. I watched the Rams Cardinals, mm-hmm. our, our other team that left St. Louis <laughs> and broke our hearts in the '80s. I watched them play, and I was like, yeah, that felt good. Like like with sports, and this is what we say about fandom, the ball don't lie. Like you can't make yourself care about something. No. You just can't. Like I can't turn on a game of two teams that I don't give a shit. How did you feel after the Ohio State game this weekend? I was so mad. I was mad at my kids. I was mad at the world. I felt awful. I was, oh, wow. It, you care then. Yeah. Well, that's ruined my true. life. That's, that's, that's true real fandom. fandom. You care yeah. enough that it ruins your weekend. I made me angry. I'm still mad. I'm like, I need to listen to podcasts of people breaking it down and expressing their anger oh, wow. so that I can like let my anger seep away through other people's anger and then I can be normal oh, again. Oh, wow. So you're one of the guys that's keeping sports radio alive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And, and been, hot take land alive. So there's hot nothing. Takes. Yeah, hot takes. There, I don't care about <laughs> hot takes. I did actually. There's a podcast called MGo Blog that out of Michigan, and they in the same vein as the uh, Kentucky Sports Radio. Those guys who do. Do you know Matt Jones and Drew Franklin? They're great no. dudes out of Kentucky. They do a very funny uh-huh. but thoughtful interesting radio show slash podcast. With like zero hot takes. It is oh, all- I love that. It's really good. So so is this MGo blog. And I like to just hear them, I just like to hear them express how they're feeling because a lot of times they articulate how I'm feeling and then I feel better. Okay, so and, you just need someone to tell you exactly how you feel. Yes, just okay. say it out loud. Or someone else be like, I felt this way and like, you know- the, Look, it's never gonna happen. The talent gap is too big. We're, they're never gonna beat them. Let's move on in our lives. And then I'm like, oh yeah, let's move on in our lives. Thank okay. you. Thank you, person who is deeper into it than I am. So it's therapy. A little. Okay. I think there's therapy in sports. Sports talk radio therapy. Can we can we make that a thing? Sports. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a heavy, heavy subject. Are you wait? So are you Cubs or White Sox or don't? Care? If I had to be, I would be Cubs. I'm from the North Side, so that's just how it goes. It's a Cubs yeah. thing. Uh, but not. I, I'm not really. 
I don't pick do, a team for baseball. Who beat, who beat the uh, Chicago accident accent out of your? Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, news directors. You, they were like, "Hey, yeah, you can't say fantastic, fantastic, fun. fantastic." Fun. I can't even, I can't even do it you anymore. Do but it when anymore. I'm around, when I go home from Chicago, it, I, it comes, comes out a little out. bit. Yeah, my brother and his girlfriend, they live thick. in LA now. Thick Chicago accent, yeah. so it comes out a little bit. But no, when you start working in TV, and I was in Boston, I can't have a Chicago accent. No way. I also sounded like a mouse. I had a very high-pitched voice, mm-hmm. so they would always tell me to smoke. Pitch it down. Smoke? Smoke to pitch yeah. it down? They would tell me to smoke cigarettes, which I never did. Well, my uh, God. Phenomenal By the way, the advice. worst yeah. advice ever. Hey, destroy your lungs because hey, we you need know who you gave to me sound. Emphysema you know local I, news. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I left that place, and the news director got fired two months later. So. Yeah, because you can't yeah. tell people to smoke. God damn it. Yeah, it's not. Imagine if that happened today. Oh, that was like 10 God. years ago. It's worst, worst advice <laughs> ever. Uh, that's, yeah. So, wait. So, were you excited when the Cubs won in 2006? 16 or yeah. were you, you were? Yeah, definitely. Was, you, was your family excited? Was your dad excited? No. no, because my dad is from New Jersey. My mom is from Rhode Island. So they didn't really care. How did they really get care. Chicago? They, this is weird, right? Because then they went to they went to college at James Madison Which in Virginia. In, yeah, near yeah, D.C. That's where they met. Uh-huh. And then my dad They made got... the logical jump from Virginia to <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> that Why sense, is this right? so weird? Yeah. No, my dad got his first job in Chicago and then it's, moved it's my mom it. there after college and- then camp. I was born there, and then the rest was history. Highland Park, Deerfield. Where Highland Park. Go? Highland Park. There yeah. We go. Highland Park High. No, that's where I was born. Highland Park was where you were born. Yeah, and then we moved slowly to the suburbs. So I went to what, like six or seven different schools. Yeah. Did you play sports in high school? I tried. Well, here's the thing. So my dad was always my coach, mm-hmm. and I, I was that's athletic, but I just didn't care because my mm-hmm. dad was my coach. So I'd be making dandelion necklaces mm-hmm. in the outfield and. Yes. Uh, so I was a cheerleader and I did musicals, guys. Yeah, That's, yeah. you're like my kid. Yeah, no, I did musicals. Like uh-huh. I've gotten more into sports physically now than yeah, when I was a kid. Person. So we, yeah. so we were not great at sports. Okay, we were, we were good. We were good at two sports: soccer and baseball. Okay, and the summer, like before, we played we? tennis and golf, and you know what I mean, like played the sports that you would. That we're like we can play this the rest of our but lives. Summer, okay, that makes sense. That's good. Smart. Summer between freshman was it into freshman into yeah. sophomore year? We were uh, asked to play American Legion baseball, which was like a travel baseball wow. team, and or go to a summer camp where we would do like theater and. Oh, what'd you guys do? Tell girls. me to summer theater. Camp. Summer, summer camp. camp. Yes. All the way. So we're like, let's have fun. Let's, yes. let's meet girls. Let's have fun. Let's enjoy ourselves. It was so great. Right? Like, I used what happened? To, I used to go to swing choir camp. Swing choir? Swing choir at Eastern Illinois University. Do you know who went there? Eastern Who played Illinois. there? Who played? He's name a quarterback. The sport. Oh, name the Jay sport. Cutler? No. no. That was Vanderbilt. No. Eastern Illinois. Very Illin- attractive quarterback. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. There you go. Eastern Illinois University. What was the whole thing with him and this? Did he have a porn star girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was a girlfriend. There, look at her. She's a journalist. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a journalist, check, guys. Check I am not a journalist. Facts, but I'm you came from the world of journalism. I did, but I never wanted to be a journalist ever. Do you know my first job offer was from ESPN, and I turned it down. Why? Just because you... I didn't want to live in Bristol. A. No, that was a great um, call. Yeah, and B. I just it was like a straight track to hosting Sports Center, and I never wanted to do that. Yeah. So I just figured that wasn't the right thing to do. This is so much better. 
So Good for you. I mean, you know, they wanted us to do our show, Cheap Seats, up in Bristol. And we were like, no. I can't. And they're like, well, why don't you do it down in D.C.? You can do it off to the side of the PTI set. And we were we're like, like, no, no. we got to do it in New York because all the comedy people are in New York. If we want to get anyone to just swing down so and do our show. So go to New York. They have studios in New we York. Did. We did. We did, we did it in New York. We did it in New York. Back in this, back, this, or, back when you were in college. This is 2002 not, to 2004. You were actually but in we, high school. I was in high school at that time. You're in high school at the time. <laughs> You're uh, making me feel young. Thank you. Uh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good, um, good. Well, should we take a break? Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do quick. We'll it's... take a break. We'll come back. But first, I got to get some music. So talk about something else. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I where wanna... did you get this peeing story? The pe- I just made it up. I, I, you know, there's always just that moment where like that probably happens. Let's get a little crazy. Yeah, probably. Probably. Gets a little crazy. He's, he's so right. good looking. He has to have something weird about him, right? That's be I, some. Is weird... that is that a thing? I don't know. If you're really attractive, you have to have a weird thing. I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. We don't know enough about that guy because he hasn't fully emerged. Yeah, as we don't know the He's, guy. He could yeah. have some skeletons in his. So closet. we don't know who his personality is. We don't know who he is. I'd like to build it by creating some weird perversion. All right, let's take a And so I'm the bad All guy. Right, Jay, stop <laughs> piling on Garoppolo. All right, uh, this is again. I cannot get enough of this dude. He disappeared without a trace in 1975 in the New Mexico desert, and I'm just fascinated by him. This is off his album UFO. Jim Sullivan. Uh, it's called Plain as, I, as Your Eyes Can See. When we come back, Quick Hits with Christine Leahy. Stay with us. Introducing the new Verizon Business Unlimited plans. Now you can pick a plan for as low as $30 a month per line with AutoPay. Get 5G nationwide plus massive data capacity plus spam blocking features. And with Verizon Business Unlimited, you can mix and match the right plans for your business so you get more of what you need and none of what you don't. From Verizon, the network businesses rely on. 5G nationwide available in 1,800 plus cities on most VZ 5G devices. Monthly per line pricing with five plus lines on Biz Unlimited Start. Device payment, smartphone purchase, auto pay and paper-free billing required. Terms apply. Support for this podcast comes from WGU. Do you want a more skilled and effective workforce? Do you want to build loyalty and increase employee retention? A partnership with Western Governors University could be exactly what you need. Over 300 organizations nationwide already count on WGU for valuable education benefits that lead to better prepared and more capable workers. With more than 60 accredited bachelor's and master's programs to choose from and shorter credential programs coming soon, WGU has long been a leader in making quality higher education more accessible. Flexible online learning is the key. Students can fit schooling around their existing schedules and even complete courses and degrees sooner than planned. WGU makes earning a respected degree possible with just a computer and an internet connection. Partner with WGU today to make a smart investment in your company's and employees' future. Learn more at wgu.edu partnerships. That's wgu.edu partnerships. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, uh, Christine Leahy's a good follow on Twitter. What's your handle? Let Christine people... Leahy. There you but go. Christine with a K. And spell Leahy. For these I'm going to spell the whole thing. Spell it all K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. Because just at Starbucks, they can't do it. God damn and then L-E-A-H-Y. 
L-E-A-H-Y. Yeah. So get on that. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram and find out who's on her show and uh, and just watch it. It's really, really good. Thanks. All right, let's get into quick hits. Let's do okay, so I don't know if you saw Juju Schuster-Smith. Uh, which, by the way, Schuster-Smith sounds like... He's the most woke dude ever. Or like... You know what I mean? Like he or his book. mom is in like publishing in New York. <laughs> oh, know. yeah. It does kind of sound like a publisher. Simon and Schuster-Smith. It's actually yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. Yeah. Posted a video uh, appearing uh, to show him in the driver's seat of a BMW hitting 104 miles per hour, which oh. it's fast. I mean, we've all driven. I was I've driving. Driven. I have I was, not. I was driving my Rav4 hybrid, name drop. Wow. Sorry. Uh, ladies, Fancy. are you sponsored by them? No, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, trying to be 2018. Cool. No, I have the 2019. I don't even have the 2019. And I'm driving home from San Francisco this holiday weekend, and there was a moment where I looked down and I was at like 97. And okay, so where were you? In the like flat. Five, okay, five freeway. Yeah, I that's mean, you're, fine. You're not doing it on city I wasn't streets. Doing curves. Okay. I wasn't doing it down Lombard Street in uh, no, but Pittsburgh. down Fairfax. He no. Po- no, don't do it on Fairfax. He posted the video on Instagram. This is like weeks after, or a couple weeks after, he had a serious head injury. Like, okay, I'm just gonna say this: you can go 104 miles an hour if there's no one else around. Mm-hmm. I you can go 104 miles. Take a picture of it and send it to your friend. I have a lot of questions. Yes, it's here. Do, do you have the answers? Maybe. Maybe. We'll try and figure it out together. What time was it? That's Night. a great question. Nighttime. Late In the dark. Night. Yeah. Okay. Are we sure it was him taking the video? Yes, because it's him. How do we know it's he was- It's him driving. That's actually a good point. It is. So, so the video was of his face? No, of driving? his- Let me see. That's the video. We can't see it. Okay, so he's taking. Oh, he's. Sh- he Show, wants everyone to know he's that he's driving. going 104 right. miles an hour. Right. Look at me. I'm going. Uh, I don't know. That angle might look like someone else is taking it. I think. Yeah. No. I think he's holding. He's it. holding yeah, it. Yeah. And yeah. That's he's talking not... too. So what's I mean, he saying? What I'm, I didn't say. Look at me. I'm going 104. I'm, I'm here. We'll play. Well, it's just actually there's no sound in the video. And he's just holding it up and showing, look at what I'm doing. Yeah, that's not smart. I also, you know, I don't think you have to necessarily be a role model, but also just be aware that people are watching you. And it's not, you don't want to have like kids driving their car and now it's a trend to show how fast you're going. That's not smart. And I think it's selfish. There's other people on the road. You're going to hit them even if you're capable of doing it. So it's a dumb move just in life. Yeah. He is filming it with one hand. So I'm sure he's driving. trying to get the and driving with the other, of course. But why? Like, why do you feel like that's cool? A, it's not cool. But why do you post? And B, it? well, yeah, why do you? Well, because I think he's trying to show that he's cool. Is he trying to get followers? Why is that cool? I don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get it. It doesn't seem smart. It seems like head injury logic. You know, it's 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 not the same, but it's like whenever guys show like stacks of money. Yeah. It's like that. I, I just, it's not yeah, cool. Great. You have stacks of money. I would invest that. Yeah, go put that in the bank. That and money. also now someone sees that you have stacks of money, so they're going to come try to find you and take your stacks of money. There you go. Donate that. That's hilarious. Charity. Just hey, stacks of money. You I, haven't seen that? No. Oh, yeah. My do, people just do, post it? Yeah. Like, look. Do people post to use pictures of them with stacks like of money? Like DMs? Yes. No, DMs or whatever. Hey, look at this stack of money. Yes. Or like snapshots of bank accounts. I've gotten that before. No! Do you want to know why? It's the creepiest thing ever. It yes. is the creepiest oh, thing ever. Oh, I want to hear exactly why. why. I get offers. They will pay me lots of money. Jesus Sorry. Christ. You're very yeah. popular. I know. Sorry. Lots of money for videos of my feet. 
Yeah. Oh, WikiFeed. That's a WikiFeed. Yeah, we get that yeah, whole thing. No, we don't get that, but I get uh, Yeah, uh, I'm on WikiFeed. Yeah, there's a whole, our friend uh, Jessica St. Clair, who's on Playing House. Did you ever see that show? Fantastic show. show on uh, on USA Network. She's a big WikiFeed person. No, too. she was just like, I can't believe I'm on. She's. Yeah, you know, no, they have a great collection of, you know, pictures of my feet. So if you've ever been on a red carpet or you ever went to the ever. Sports Emmy, Emmys and you wear ever. a strap. Open toe. Open toe. They've made videos of my, like on my show, wherever you can see my feet, like compilations of it. No. Yeah, so people will send me snapshots of their Th- bank account. That's so invasive. You know what? It's not the worst I've seen. No, it's it's not, I just can't even pay attention to so it So they'll anymore. send you a snapshot of the bank account. So they account. send me a snapshot of their bank account and they'll say, hey, could you do me a favor? Will you just send me a video of you like, of, they don't even want my face. No. Just taking your socks off, and I'll send you twenty thousand dollars. And you're like, no, Rex Ryan, I will not. Do that. <laughs> Hell! All right, I got to show you this video because okay, it was okay. my favorite thing that I saw. Okay. And this is like a great thing in sports. This is the Hershey. Did you see this? The Hershey like bears or whatever they're called. I know that hockey team. So they come down, they score. Watch this. This score, dude. Look at how many. Look at how many teddy bears. Look at how many teddy bears go on the ice. No, you think it's cute at this point? It's cute. Forty-five thousand teddy bears get thrown I on the that. ice. Where do, what did they do with the they teddy bears? They donated it. I love Isn't that, that so cool? much. Isn't that yeah. cool? They donate it for the holidays, but like, I really like that. It's insane. <laughs> this is insane. Aww. It's still going, and then they brought yeah. down huge ones. How great is this? This is the coolest thing ever. Because did you guys? It's like a toys for tots. Shouldn't every major NHL team do this? Yeah. Did you guys see there was the one hockey game where they threw an octopus? Well, but out I mean, there? that's, that's, that's that the Detroit, Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings I just, I think that's really sad, because I also, I just love animals. So I don't do think I. that that's that should ever cool. happen. I, but I, like this, I'm, I love. And then they donated it. That's great. That's brilliant, dude. What's it's better still than that going. many teddy bears? It's still going. Look at that. That's a big teddy bear. Oh it's still wow. going. That's really cool. Is where it the is end this? of the game? Is this the end of the game? Did no, the game end? I think it just is. This is in Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Look at some of the players are trying to like slap shot the teddy bears away. <laughs> I mean, and then there's like a huge pile, and a bunch of players just start oh, diving into the pot. I love it. It's still Look going. Look at this guy carrying them. Oh <laughs> What's my he's, god! He's like, still going. There's a giant one. That's oh, a crazy. I love that. Fun. Yeah. So it's by the way, still going. I love that. Good tradition. That makes me happy. We knock sports a lot. We talk about people doing dumb things like driving 104 and having to post it or showing After you had a serious account. head injury. No, but that was really that's sweet. That's a good thing. moment. I love that you guys go to the serious head injury first. I know. Serious head like, injury first and then the other. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. You ready for this? Okay. All right. uh, hey, this is our knock on figure skating. Okay. You don't need to help in making people who don't care for your sport hate your sport. Okay. There's already, I think as far as sports fans are concerned, you don't have a lot of crossover figure skating fans. So you guys hate figure skating? I, I actually figure. love figure skating, okay. but I love all sports. I'm saying the sports fan in general. The general NFL fan isn't like, a figure hey, skating fan. let's check out what's going on. Let, uh, get, sure. let me, I'm, I'm sorry. During halftime, I'm going to watch some Thai Babylonia and Randy Gardner videos. Like, you know, they're not doing that. Okay. Which, so, by the way, there were way bigger figure skating, like, 
Dorothy icons. Hamill, Peggy Fleming. I mean, this is what we Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. Oh, Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan. Kerrigan. That was the height of yeah. it. Okay, that was that. Now uh, Michelle bu- Kwan. I mean, that was like the height Tara of Michelle Wee. Tara Lipinski. Michelle Wee. Michelle Wee was not. No. As she's gone. Michelle Kwan. Okay. Jeanette Lee, the Black Widow. All right. Uh, big, now we're just naming famous female Asian, Asian athletes, uh, which I would argue Jeanette Lee, not an athlete. All right. Figure skater Anton Shulapov ripped for his Holocaust costume. Insensitive and offensive. Okay. So this guy. Can I see it? Yeah. yeah. Show, her, show her the costume. This guy puts on what can only be described as, so it's got the Jewish, the, the gold Jewish star yeah. on the chest. The prison stripes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, why? Are why we sure do? that's what he was that's doing? Ex- that's what it is. It can't be anything else. He said. Or if it's not that. Oh, he was dancing or not dancing, skating to the music from Schindler's List. Why? Why, why? do that? Oh. Why? why in the world? Why in the oh. world? And it, by the way, you can skate to that music. Just don't wear. Contains imagery from Nazi concentration yeah. camps. Hey, you, you know what the Holocaust doesn't need? Glitter, you fucking asshole. I, oh, so I'm just like reading this on your computer back. It's, no, wow. No, no. It's crazy. It's crazy that that happened. Like, like so, so who lets that happen? Someone, His coach. Okay. So the coach now, Goes in my opinion, is, 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 in, is complicit. Complicit in this. Who else? Let, he, does he come out on the ice and reveal it for the very first time? No. At the thing? I don't no, think so. I think it has to be approved by several people along the way. And to who me, aired this? Uh, I don't know that it aired. By the way, he came in last place. So well, yeah. finish last place in the competition. But what has happened recently? The internet. Is, so obviously the ADL is going to step in, and they're like, uh, "This is offensive, and you can't do it, and mm-hmm. it's insensitive, and it's stupid." And they get mad, and then the I International Figure Skating. I don't know what their the name of their body is. So uh, that happened. Try to like answer back. That happened a while ago. But what's worse, oh, and this is why you don't like. This is why the figure skating community needs to check itself before it riggedy, riggedy wrecks, wrecks itself. <laughs> okay. Is that the outfit, as if it wasn't offensive enough. Oh, no. He's got word this week. When that outfit appeared on a best costume list provided by the International Skating no. Union. Why is that on a best no costume way. list? That should is be on the worst. Is the International worst. Skating Union real? Yes. The ISU? The ISU? Wow. A contest that allows... Who runs it? Well, it's a contest that allows fans to vote their favorite outfits. Oh, wow. So, so maybe that's so, more of an indictment so we have on where we are in the yeah. world today. Who Obviously, voted for that? Uh... Look, we know that, that people you? hate the Jews everywhere, but now I know not to go to a skating event as a Jew. Now oh, I know I really that like, I'm like going to be targeted. I'm not a fan. Where was this event? It's in Europe. It was in Europe. I think he's Russian. I'm happy it wasn't here. Yeah, but still. It is one of those things where you go, come on, let's let's not. Yeah, how that's about, not How smart. about we not? How about we take a second and have somebody step in and be like, you know what? Figure skating, this is my point at the beginning, doesn't need negative press. Right. If people already don't love the hell out of figure skating. Oh, I love it. Well, I like it, but I'm saying... You, you, you're not going to get the crossover fan. There are no big figure skating icons anymore. No, there aren't. You're Can right. you name one? No, you're right. You're completely right. This you, is not a good move. Do you want move. infamy or do you want... John, the biggest female, The biggest figure skating people are doing the Kennel Club dog show. Johnny Weir. Oh, yeah. and Tara Lipinski. That they're doing like remote packages with Mary Carrillo at the Kennel Club and Dog Show. And baking shows. Which, and by the way, shows. can I tell you this? Kennel Club Dog Show. English Bulldog won this year. Spoiler really? alert, if anybody. That's my that's my breed. That's oh. my guy. What, like, I'm telling you, 
and I was there watching with my girls, and I was watching with my wife. When the Bulldog my kids. won, when the Bulldog won, it was like it was like if Michigan won the national championship <laughs> in basketball. We screamed Aww. and screamed. I screamed. I was so excited. I was rooting for this guy so hard. The neutered balls don't lie. Neutered balls neutered? don't lie. No, no, no. No, it could We're doing the neutered balls. The ball don't lie. Oh, oh, balls. oh got it, got ball it. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. The show is called Fair Game. Uh, are you making more? You're making more of them. I, yeah, I made one today. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> making two it. tomorrow. All okay. right. More Watch it. it on Fox Sports. Fox Sports 1? Yes. Yes, Fox Sports 1. And you can see it online, too. And YouTube, yeah. Can they go back and watch our episode on YouTube? Yeah, they can. I right. love doing it, it so much. Fun. And maybe oh, we'll thanks, get to guys. come back and do it again. You can absolutely come back. Uh, Christine Leahy, thank you so much. After the break, Charlie Sheen left us a voicemail about oh. why he's selling his Major League, uh, the hat from Major League. You have to listen to it. This is, I can't to get this wrong. It's Kantori Angaku. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, by Devandra like Banhart. Devandra Banhart. Oh, we're the Sky Brothers. This is View from the Cheap Seat. Stay with us. My lack, I should have your wedding, hoping you would take me. Because I was beautiful. Wow, thank you, uh, Christine Leahy. Fantastic awesome. interview. Love her. Follow her. Watch her show, Fair Game. Uh, support her. Support all that she does. Uh, now, before we get out of here, again, we mentioned earlier in the show, we teased it, Charlie Sheen selling the cap that he wore um, as the wild thing in uh, Major League. I want to know why, and I want to know what his end game is. So we got this voicemail. Check it out. Hello, Sklar Brothers. It's your favorite Sheen here. Charlie, of course. Who else would it be? Not Martin. That's my dad. He's betrayed me. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Why am I calling you? Because I currently have two items from the Academy Award-nominated film Major League, starring yours truly, up for auction. That's right. Ricky Vaughn, a.k.a. Wild Thing, is selling his goods. I've got the cap up there. I've got the ball up there. And I'll be honest, right now... The bids are low, guys. We need to pick that up. Okay, America, I'm like Jerry Lewis here. Let's see the tote board. All I'm seeing for the hat is 5K, and for the ball, about two. That is way, way low, guys. That's way low and way outside. Now, I know Wild Thing was a bit of a loose arm, a loose cannon, but right now I need you guys to laser focus on that catcher's mitt and raise those bids because, to be honest, I have run through most of the money my father has loaned me as well as Emilio. And right now I'm... Going over to the Lowe's house. Rob's around, I think, and um, I'm looking for a little bit of cash from there. Although it's awkward because I am working with his brother, Chad, on a backup plan. Yes, Chad Lowe, along with Riddick Bowe, my occasional sparring partner, are putting together a bid of a different kind to open up a new Planet Hollywood. It will be called Universe of Sheen Hollywood. If we don't sell this memorabilia, we will plaster it across walls all over America and sell cheap hamburgers to support my opioid habit. All I'm waiting for is a phone call from you saying you will personally assure me these bids will be raised because Denise Richards doesn't stop. She doesn't stop asking, guys. She's a succubus. Chuck Lorre is a chuckubus. I don't see any residuals from two men and a baby. What happened, Chuck? Where are they? And don't tell me that I burned them like the backyard of my Malibu home. Okay, please, guys, help me. Corbin Burnson, I did throw that ball over 100 miles per hour every take. Stop spreading rumors on TikTok. Tiger out! I can't believe he ran through Emilio's money. I mean, that to me is maybe the hardest thing to believe that Emilio even had money to run through. He ran through some Mighty Duck 3 money. Yep. 
up in that piece. Guys. Some Breakfast Club money. Some Breakfast Club money. Uh, here's what we have to say. I uh, hope you have a great week and a great weekend. Hope you enjoy all the college sports and stuff that you'll be watching. College Hoops that's out right now. Enjoy it. On the weekends that you lead towards the uh, holidays, pick up a Sclarbrough Country sweatshirt, the softest sweatshirt in the world. If you go to FluffyCrate.com, you can get all the Sclarbrough gear. Great holiday gifts to give to your friends and family. Um, and hey, catch us. We're going to be in Los Angeles at Flappers Comedy Club. Dan Van Kirk's going to be doing a set with us on Sunday, December 15th. Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. And then uh, check the schedule. We're doing a live Dumb People Town at Sketchfest. It's going to be awesome on the 17th of January at the Marines Memorial Theater. Des- guest TBD. Uh, just go to supersclars.com. You can see all of our dates and come see us when we're playing live to you. This is Beck off the new album Stratosphere. Punch Waterfalls, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Podcast Network.